Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Uh-huh. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yeah. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yeah. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yeah. Think they gon' take it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yeah. yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yeah. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to mine? Yeah. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yeah. Have time to wait?
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard see it's a Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 and good morning. To the 12 tribes worldwide, to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Shemin, Zebulun, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Asher, Nathalian, and Zikar. We'd like to give all praise and all thanks and all glory to the Most High in Christ. Yahweh, by Shemin, I'm sorry, Barak, Shalom, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Bible Talk. I'm your host, Mishaba. Welcome to our, our podcast that we've been doing. Since February 24th, 2010, all right, welcome, 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 welcome. Um, as you know, in case you might not know, uh, we do our podcast, our Bible Talk podcast, Monday through Thursday uh, from 10 a.m. to we, uh, 10 a.m. to 12, uh, 12 noon, and that's Central Standard Time, all right? Uh, we're, I'm currently in Texas, so that's Central Standard Time, um, and we do it live, all right? We do it live. Uh, on Mondays, you, got, you have me. Uh, we come back on Tuesdays with uh, Tiles Spot Tuesdays, where the brother goes over current events uh, for the first hour of the show, and then he dives to a topic or a series that he's covering. I come back on Wednesday, I continue with the series that I might be going over. Then the brother Tiles Spot comes back on Thursday, believe it or not. He comes back on Thursday with FYI, uh, which is for your information, where he takes uh, questions from from. Uh, that, that he receives either through text, email, or conversation. And he goes and does the research, uh, and then he addresses these things on Thursdays for FYI, for your information. Uh, those are on Thursdays. Then we come back on Friday nights, brothers and sisters, uh, you know, the Sabbath. And we come back with the Brother Bonabob with Friday night Bible breakdowns. Where we're just going over, over, over uh, uh, Bible topics. And just, just breaking them down and just going through it, scripture by scripture, verse by verse, and just going through topics, just going through topics and bringing it out, all right? So we invite you to please check us out. Again, that's Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about noon. Sometimes we go a little bit over. And then on Friday nights uh, from 8 p.m. to uh, to 10 p.m. That's our Bible Talk uh, format uh, that, that we do. But we are connected with uh, our affiliate schools. And again, tw- uh, shout out to all 12 tribes, to all camps out here teaching the, uh, the gathering of the nation of Israel and, and bringing Israelites uh, uh, back together and, and this great awakening that's taking place so that we all might, you know, we, we might get, get it together uh, for our Lord and Savior, our, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, uh, who the world calls Jesus Christ, who we pronounce uh, Yahweh Shai, that he might come back and actually finally redeem us from our captivity and take away all tears, take away all sorrow, take away all pain, take away death, that death will be swallowed up, and that we might be able to now reign in a righteous world and a righteous kingdom with him, all right? But the schools that we're affiliated with, uh, the closely 
most closely affiliated with is the Sword of Truth uh, here in San Antonio, Texas, uh, which is located at 4444 Walsham, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218, being the address there. The, uh, the families here have classes uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., and then on Saturdays, uh, starting at 10 a.m. All right, Shalom. I'm being joined by my son. Um, please check them out. Now, let me uh, uh, put my speaker on here. Please check them out. That's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. And then on Saturdays, starting at 10 a.m. And you can check them out live on YouTube as well, all right, at the YouTube channel, Sword of Truth San Antonio YouTube channel, all right? We ask you please like, share, and subscribe to them. You know, help, help get this word. Spread. Your brother says, you know, they're, 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 let's just help one another. Um, the other school we're affiliated with is uh, the Stream of Wisdom and, it, and, and, and its branches, right? Uh, the branch that happens to be in Houston, Texas, uh, under the tutelage of our brother uh, Quatzizat and uh, La Corab, uh holding it down there in, in, in Houston, is a uh, Stream of Wisdom, Houston, Texas, the Stream of Wisdom. I'm located at 231, FM Road 1092. Stafford, Texas, 77477, mean the address there. They have classes uh, every Monday and Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And you can join them also on Saturdays for Sabbath service starting at 10 a.m. going to 2 p.m., all right? Catch them live on YouTube every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then again on Saturday starting at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Again, all these times being Central Standard Time, all right? Um, our other school uh, that we're closely affiliated with is the Stream of Wisdom, Nova Virginia, the Stream of Wisdom, all right? Uh, under the brother Kazakia, uh, with, with the brothers uh, Bahar, with the brothers uh, Shukwakibar, the brothers Aria, holding it down out there, doing a great job. Their school is located at 2610 Granby Street, North, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517, meaning address there. They have classes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., and again on Saturday, starting at 12 noon. Now, these times, brothers and sisters, are Eastern Standard Time, right? These are Eastern Standard Times. Uh, and then you can catch them live on Facebook Live every Tuesday and Thursday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, on Facebook Live, all right? We ask you please check them out. Then on Friday nights, uh, please go to SOW Stream of Wisdom, Nova Virginia, and catch their YouTube show, YouTube uh, channel, the YouTube class every Friday night from 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. Get some water, get whatever you need, you're good to go. Um, uh, from 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then, you know, Saturday starting at 12 noon for the Sabbath ceremony. They'll be holding it down, brothers and sisters. Please check them out. All right? For, for the uh, Stream of Wisdom, Rochester, New York, uh, the Stream of Wisdom, which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606, being the address there being held down by priest Zion Allah up there, doing a fantastic job. Um, they have classes also every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And you can catch them on YouTube at SOW, Rochester, New York, Stream of Wisdom. And that's every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then, you know, Saturday starting at 10 a.m., all right? The other uh, YouTube sources that we have is the Hidden Truth uh, Bible Show. Excellent classes. Islam Media Corps. Then we have five minutes of wisdom. The brother Kazaki is, is knocking that out of the park with that, brother and sisters. If you ain't got five minutes to get some wisdom, uh, come on now. Come on now. Really? Five minutes? 
Five Minutes of Wisdom uh, YouTube channel. Check it out. The brothers drop us some gems. The brothers drop us some straight rubies, some straight diamonds, some straight uh, 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 platinum, titanium, uh, uh, emeralds. All right. Check it out. Five Minutes of Wisdom uh, on YouTube. And also check it out uh, Hidden Books. Oh, that Hidden Books, brothers and sisters. If you need help falling asleep at night, you need to have, have some, some of that ambiance or background, uh, uh, that background in the background, background, whatever, check out Hidden Books. They have recorded, it's Hebrew Israelite um, uh, reading the whole book of, well, the Apocrypha. Right now they've done all of Ezra's, and they set it to, like, the thunder uh, and to rain. To where now, you know, just if you need help going to sleep and you want to keep some positive uh, in your mind, some positive around you, check them out. All right, hidden books on YouTube. It, it, I use it myself. Excellent tool. Uh, again, you got the scriptures going. Uh, you got the scriptures being being uh, being read by Hebrew Israelites, not somebody, not just James Earl Jones, not just some 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 uh, some white person. I just say it like that, um, who's just you know. Just reading the Bible with no no spirit, no 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 interjection, no no inflections. Just reading it. No, check out Hidden Books on YouTube. They put together a, some great. Please check it out. You will appreciate it. All right. The other brothers that we and families that we're associated with uh, in Albuquerque, uh, out here in New Mexico, is the brother Aisha White is All right, and we ask you to reach out to him uh, at area code five zero five. 218-4218, all right? The brother Isaac White is up there in Albuquerque. Him, the brother Zakar, the brother Ahad, the brother Ayal, um, uh, well, I, 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 the brother Dawiyad, they are straight holding it down, all right? So check them out. Give brother Isaac White a call. Find out where they're congregating at. Eric, 505-218-4218. And then don't forget to go on YouTube. I'm, I'm sorry, Facebook, uh, and go to Fountain of Wisdom. That's Fountain and a capital O-F. Wisdom and wisdom of and wisdom are, are, are together, right? Fountain of wisdom. Um, the brother uh, Mike Olive and the brother Ashley White Desire have a, a Torah class that they do every every Sabbath. I, brothers and sisters, I I've been I've been doing this. I've been involved with this knowledge of Muhammad I'm Israelite for going on 34 years. The Torah portion that th these brothers do. The, the in-depth analysis that they get, that they that they do and bring out and reveal is is, is top notch. It's top notch. Uh, I can't do enough to bring it out or to, or to brag about it. If you just want to learn the Bible, this the Torah, the law. Check them out. The, the brother, the most high got a, a, a you know. He's really tested that brother uh, Mike Allah, who has really got in depth. In, in that he's made, I mean, numerous trips to 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 the land of Israel, to to Egypt, uh, and on archaeologist type of of, of of missions. The brothers doing a great job with that. So check that out. Fountain of Wisdom every um, every Saturday, every Saturday morning. Um, go to the Fountain of Wisdom uh, Facebook page. Ask to join. All right, ask to join, and check them out. They're really doing a great job with that. All right, they're doing an excellent job with that. All right, brothers and sisters, uh, as part of my introductions that, that I do for my shows, I've been compiling a prayer list um, of brothers and sisters and families that need a little bit extra prayer, that may, might need a little extra help, a little extra spiritual um, protection, all right, that as we're in these days, we're all definitely going through something. But the scripture says that we should esteem others better than ourselves. 
So I make it following this list. So I have this little prayer that I do. Um, uh, you're welcome to, to, to join me. Uh, if you miss any part of the prayer, again, any, and let me say that also, any part of our shows that we do that you might, uh, might miss, you know you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com. All right, www.blogtalkradio.com. Go to the search box. Type in my name, Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. It'll bring you uh, an episode page. Our episode pages going all the way back to, like I said, February 24th, 2010, when we first started this right here. Every one of our shows that we've done since that time is on here, from from uh, the brother Kawaka, from the brother Harash, um, with the uh, with the um, House of David, the, the twelve tribes, the Mashra Yashallah. Um, uh, the brother Sam Schwan, the brother of war. I mean, we, we, we have some heavy hitters on there. So any class that you might miss, any part of the scripture you might have missed, please go, go there and check it out. All right. We're also available on iHeartRadio, uh, 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 podcast. You can catch us there at Bible Talk, uh, ISVHBK Bible Talk, um, iHeart, um, iTunes, uh, iTunes uh, radio podcast. You can catch it on iTunes. So iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts, and Podcast Addict. We're there, all right? You can go back and, and, and listen to the shows, and, and any part you might have missed is there for your study, for your information, uh, for your critique, all right? Please go and check it out, and, and it's there. So as I go through the prayer, I'm saying that now, as I go through the prayer here, uh, I just ask that, that you might add some of these names to your own prayer, prayer list that when you're sending your prayers up to the Father, well, you might be in your closet. Uh, you might be, you know, in your study or, or with your family, and you're sending these prayers up, sending prayers up for people. Please add these names to your list, okay? Please add these names to your to your list. So, uh, here we go. Uh, the Most High, in the name of Christ, please listen to us now, right now. Please send your Holy Spirit of mercy and peace to watch over, to bless, to heal, to strengthen, to help, to protect, and to build up. We ask you, Father, that you might bless and that you might keep. We ask you, Father, to have your face shine upon and be gracious. And, Father, you might lift up your countenance upon and give peace to our sister uh, Naya, the wife of our brother Yahweh, Father, um, here at the Sword of Truth here in San Antonio. We ask that you might be with the sister Labia, the wife of our brother Tazapa. We ask, Father, uh, uh, for Miss Barbara, Miss Barbara's husband, Mr. Charles. We ask you, Father, for the sister Bobby Dixon. We ask you, Father, for the uh, sister Sierra Leakey, who is the daughter of Brother David. We ask you, Father, for Sister Abadiah, the wife of our Brother Lachama out there in Houston, Texas. We ask you, Father, for our Brother Shaquakubar, uh, one of the teachers and priests out there in Nova Virginia. We ask you, Father, for our family members, our, our, everybody's uncle, everybody's auntie, uh, the Brother Tahamon Racha, and his wife, Waradiah. We ask you, Father, for uh, Miss Catherine, uh, Miss Catherine, uh, who we call Ma Dukes, the mother of our brother Tazapa. We ask you, Father, for our friends, Becky and Daryl and Carmen up there in Albuquerque. We ask, Father, uh, for my in-laws, uh, the, the Lovett family, for my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, uh, my sister-in-law, and for all their wives and, 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 and husbands and all their children and grandchildren, Father, my, my nieces and nephews, please, uh, we lift, lift them up to you, Father. We ask for the entire Coates family, uh, the, the family of our brother, Gabar Kawa. We ask you, Father, for our brother, Kazakia, and his family up there in uh, North Virginia. 
Father, we ask for our brother Thawam Mayam there in Houston, Father, um, uh, and for uh, his wife Sharah and for their son Benaya. Father, we ask for our brother here in San Antonio also, Thawam, uh, as people know as West Beverly. We ask, Father, for our sister uh, Ayana, the wife of our brother, uh, the brother of uh, Ira, uh here in San Antonio. Father, we ask for the daughter of our brother Tazapa and his wife Arakaya, their daughter Cece. We ask you, Father, for the daughter of our brother Gabakawa, uh, his daughter Aizali. And Father, we ask you for uh, the daughter of our brother Bonabad and his wife Kwadashaya, their daughter Aliyah. We ask you, Father, for our brother Tazapa and his entire family. We ask you, Father, for, for the brother Kwadash Gabar here in San Antonio. We ask you, Father, for our brother and our friend Yanawatan. We ask you, Father, for the family of, of our brother Gabar Ya'ala and his wife Aisha and their nieces and nephews Kiante and Rihanna out there in Florida. We also ask you, Father, for uh, Gabar Ya'ala's mother-in-law, Ruthie Mae Johnson. We ask you, Father, for our brother Sham Kudash and his family, uh, his wife Mariah, and for their son Kazakia. We ask you, Father, for Brother LV, Brother Lavander, out there in Riverside, California, along with his mother, Pat Washington. Father, we raise up unto you our sister, the wife of our brother Bonabad, the sister Quadashaya. We ask you, Father, for our friends Sean Stark, Sylvia Khan. We ask you, Father, for our, for our, our, our younger brother, Shapar, up there in Albuquerque, and for his brother, Rashwan, and for their sister, Marari. We ask you, Father, for our brother, Yama, who's up there in Lubbock, we ask you, Father, for our, our, our brother, Yasha Allah, who happens to be out there in Gallup. And, Father, we ask you for the sister, uh, Ainawa, here in San Antonio. And we ask you, Father, that, that you put your name upon the children of Israel and that you bless them. And we ask you all these things in the name of our Lord and in, in, in the name of Yahweh Shai, your son. And we thank you always. The water from Yad. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, I'm, I am joined here by my son. I need to go ahead and fix the acoustics <laughs> real, real quick. Uh, and let me adjust this here. All right. Go ahead. Get this. Good seeing you, man. Good seeing you. Uh, you 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 doing some Ironman training? I'm sorry. You doing some Ironman training? It's freezing here in San Antonio, and you are out here in just a t-shirt. I thought it'd be colder. I brought my jacket. I thought it'd be colder. Why it cold? I promise you, I'm not. I'm, you, I'm you not, know what? You know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be that guy. Like this weather is regular, so like where where I work. <laughs> when you're healthy, that's what you're able to do. Right? <laughs> when you stay healthy. I suppose so. Yeah. Do you happen to have your Zondervan Bible dictionary? I absolutely thought I left it here. I have no idea Okay. We're going we're gonna to get through today. <laughs> we're going to get through today. I do pray that your brother, uh, Gabar Kawaf, if you do call in, uh, please call in, uh, brother Gabar Kawaf, and we're going to need the, the Zondervan Bible dictionary today. Right? We're definitely going to need the Zondervan Bible dictionary. I forgot to go by to school and pick one up last night. All right, cool. Oh, and with that, brothers and sisters, uh, happy Hanukkah. All right, happy Hanukkah. We are still very much indeed in uh, in Hanukkah. Let me get this here. Um, 
Hanukkah, 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 Hanukkah. Yes, Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication. Um, it, it began sundown December 7th, and it went uh, sundown December 15th, right? Uh, that's when it's going to end. So the last day is actually going to be sundown uh, September 14th, will actually be the last day. And it's today being the 11th, so we have three more days um, of actual Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah to everybody. Hashah uh, Hanukkah um, for the Feast of Dedication. All right, brothers and sisters. Uh, as you know, we've been going over this series um, for, for a minute now and really trying to, trying to give the history and the background of, of, of things that we worship and things we did, uh, be caught into. So I invite you, like, this is part 16 of the True Birth of Christ. Um, uh, series. This is actually part 16. Um, there's no way I can recap all 16, 15 parts before this, um, as, as well as the the, um, uh, spirit, uh, the idols of the Gentiles being spiritual fornication. There's no way I can cover all those right now and recap all those right now. But in short, brothers and sisters, um, what we've been going over, and I invite everybody to go and check it out, uh, check us out, um, and to catch up with us is how from the very beginning, from the very beginning since, since the flood, we, uh, the Bible tells us about Nimrod being a mighty, a mighty conqueror and being a mighty hunter and established the, the, not only the Tower of Babel, but he established the first empire after the flood called Babylon. Um, and then also Assyria, he also conquered. And that, that when you look on the, on the world map, brothers and sisters, you might be aware that that's Mesopotamia. That is the Fertile Crescent, where they say civilization started, which is correct. They do teach that correct in, in humanities classes, that civilization did start with the Fertile Crescent. Um, but they, try, they, do, they do leave out on purpose Nimrod and any Bible connection. But going from the Persian Gulf of Iran, reaching all the way up to the Black Sea, and it's coming all the way over to the Mediterranean, that was the empire Babylon and Assyria under this tyrant named Nimrod. And that after Nimrod had conquered everything, him and his wife, Ceramesis, who historically is known as uh, Samuel Murat, is who was an actual person. These were actual people that after he died, um, that in order for her to still maintain rulership over their kingdom and over their realm, she proclaimed that she was um, miraculously, I, I guess, it, uh, for lack of a better word, impregnated by the spirit of her powerful, godlike husband, Nimrod, and that it was the his spirit was now in the sun. That you know, like the actually like the big yellow globe up there in the, in, in the sky. Oh, that yeah, that one. And that the rays of the sun got her pregnant from her spirit of her of her dead husband. His spirit got her pregnant and gave her uh, a child. And that this child was the spirit of her husband come back. So she was impregnated by her husband and then gave birth to her husband, the boy, miraculously, named Tammuz. And that that legend had, and mythology started all the way back then in dealing with the, the first trinity, I ain't going to call him holy, the first trinity. We had God the Father being Nimrod, 
his spirit impregnating his woman, and then his spirit coming back as the child Tammuz. All right, that is ancient, brothers and sisters, and that that mythology has traveled all the way since that time from from approximately 3,500, 3,000 years before Christ, all the way up to present day. But that is, is the, the same customs, the same um, ideals, the same religion has, has been passed on through every society up until this time. That under the Egyptians, it wasn't um, Nimrod and, and Seramacus and, and Tammuz. Under the Egyptians, it was uh, Osiris, it was Ra, and Isis. All right. Then we come back and see where we know that the Greeks came back and stole all everything they had going on from the Egyptians, and with them we have Zeus and Hera, uh, Zeus and Hermes and and Athena and Diana and uh, there's so many so so many of them. Uh, uh, Odin, Thor, Freya. That all this goes back to again when we get to the nipping in the bud. It all goes back to Nimrod. Even over in India, where we look at Shiva and 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 and, and uh, uh, Prishna, that all these things, every it, this mythology has spread across the whole planet, across the whole wide world. All right, and that if we don't go in and do some research, do some study, whatever, that a lot of everyday things that we think is 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 just common, we think it's just you just living your life, you just living your best life. Going back and understanding that all these had their origins going back to the, this mythology, this ideology, this religion that was started by Nimrod. And I remember Nimrod, after the Tower of Babel, had established in the earth by people making a name for themselves. That, and that you are responsible for your own destiny. That it's about you taking uh, matters to your own hands, and you're not going to be limited to what anybody can tell you or anybody saying no, there are no boundaries. And that you can be everything you want to be, basically, you know, YOLO, um, go for it. And don't attribute that it was God who, who did this for you, but it was your own hard work. It was your own self-will. It was your own self-determination that gets you anything. And that was the, that was the religion that Nimrod had established in the beginning of earth, the uh, beginning of, uh, of his kingdom after the flood. And that we was going over this last class, how before the flood, the reason God had to destroy the earth um, uh, with the flood is because it says that everybody was trying to make a name for themselves, that they were men of renown, and that it was about building, you know, big monuments, big statues, and that everybody was, was going to just do what made them happy and what, what came to their mind and following their own will. So we're seeing that a lot of these things, again, go back to the class, brothers and sisters, we're talking about well over 20 hours worth of class, probably no, it's more than that, but 30 hours uh, worth of classes where we've been compiling all this and going through all this. I'm just trying to give the, the, the nutshell um, of, of, of what we've been covering and some of the details that that, that involves, all right? So in catching up with what we left off with on Wednesday, uh, since I do have my son here, we're going to go to First Peter chapter 1. And we're going to read verses 13 through 16, all right? First Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 16. And I got some text. Let me check these texts real quick. Okay. I, I see the TikTok. I will check that out later. 
Yeah, probably after this class, you know, okay? Well, it, it's definitely going to be after, after this class. All right. First Peter 1, 13. Yeah, uh, First Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Uh, first Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Wherefore, grid up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. All right, so it says, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, that as we're living in, in these days and times, you got to get your mind, you, we do have to get our minds strong, but we have to get our minds strong in the word of the Most High, all right? You do have to have a strong mind, but make sure your mind is strong in the word of the Most High and that you be sober and not influenced. And brothers and sisters, we've been going over some of the influences that, come on, brothers and sisters, we, we've gone over everything from makeup to, to, uh, uh, to earrings. We've gone into how... Uh, Dionysus and Bacchus worship that they were they were the gods of theater and being liberal and and be, thinking out being outside of yourself being outside of your body we've we've gotten into uh, 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 the, the churches that we that every aspect of life that we deal with especially here in, in America known as Babylon the Great has an influence on us away from the scriptures. That if we're not, I mean, we are really polluted and filthy, and it's 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 really bad. It's really bad, especially here in America. Of what are we being influenced by? The the entertainer. The we was going over our last class, last two classes. We was going into how there's a hall of fame in every high school here in in America, and then after from each high school, you have then you have like the all star games, um, whether whatever sport it might be in. And that you have Ring of Honors, and then you have State uh, Hall of Fames uh, for the high school level, then for the college level. Um, that if it's this uh, youth youth sports, um, the the trophies that the kids get, that it's all about you being the best. It's all about you getting a name for yourself. And that this type of mentality has 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 spread everywhere. We was going over how uh, there's a Hall of Fame. For, when, when you have a Hall of Fame for for playing video games. This so you can get your name up there. Just so you get in, and if it's the Guinness Book of World Records, if it's in the Fox, it's not. It's not even. It's, it's it's to the point where not only is it not only is it like um, it's kind of just part of I guess Esau's culture or the that theatrical culture. Yeah. It's it's incentivized like those like those competitions where you hear like oh they play video games like competitively. Yeah, they make money off. Like a lot of money, more than you can make. But uh, you know what? Thank you for that, son. Well, thank you for that, son. Thank you for that. That, and we were talking about that last show also. The influencers. That look on social media and how many people are influenced and how you can make a name for yourself. It's all about, and that's the mentality. And then, if we don't have a certain look, be a man or a woman, uh, 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 a teenager, what have you. If we don't, we're not wearing the ladies in clothes, that it's all about making sure I have a name for myself, that I don't want to be a nobody. That has has really spread throughout the world. So Peter, I remember, let's remember who Peter is, right? The one who Christ gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven. He said, "Get your, keep your mind right. Get your mind strong. And be sober. Don't be influenced. You better be, think about just being drunk, brothers and sisters. Be sober. Don't be influenced because, and there's a lot of influences out here. 
And it says, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of, we have Jesus Christ right here. That when Christ comes, that if you're going to do a study in world history, you can go study the rise and fall of kingdoms. You can study the rise and fall of empires. And we can't see that America is on its way out, that this empire is definitely on its way out, and that there's going to be something new coming. Brother says, I don't know what to tell you. And that Christ is coming, especially now when we have the Bible and can master prophecies with the history that's going on, there's no way this is going to last forever. There's no way. There's absolutely just, it's not going to happen. So hope to the end that, yes, the prophecies that we have, the scriptures that we have, they're coming to pass. And that Christ's kingdom is coming. All right? Verse 14. Verse 14. Uh, again, in First Peter uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 14. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance. Uh, again, as obedient children, not fashioning ourselves according to the former lusts. Not fashioning ourselves according to our former desires. Remember, that's all lust is. Lust is not just sexual. It's a strong desire that we have. And, we're, and most of us have gotten our desires from whatever environment that we're in. If we was around uh, um, uh, a family that stressed education and had another desire to get more out of your education, then that's going to that's be your desire, that I need to have that. If it was if you had a family that was really into music, then the desire might be or that lust might be that I've got to be doing something with music or with entertainment or, or, or whatever it might be. Um, if, if it's sports, if it's uh, uh, engineering, or whatever it might be, that there's a desire. If your father was a mason, uh, if you was a mason, if you um, all the different walks of life that have formed our desires of, of what we what we feel is successful. What we feel is great. It might just be a ghetto fabulous. I just want to be ghetto rich. I just want to be ghetto fabulous. Right? It says that we got to be as obedient children, not fashioning ourselves according to the former lust in our ignorance before we knew any better, before we understood and started getting these scriptures to know the will of God, to understand that we are the Israelites. Now, what is God's purpose for us as Israelites? Not as Americans just trying to survive here in America or where we scatter throughout the whole world. But we can't keep going by our former lusts while we were ignorant. And like, yes, that's not the right way. Brothers and sisters, it's coming to an end. All right? Verse 15. Verse 15. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. So we've gone over this, brothers and sisters. We have gone over this. What does it mean to be holy? To be holy means to be set apart. That God set the Israelites to be set apart from the rest of the world. Not to be doing any of the little, we can cover that a little bit, but not to be caught up into the things that the rest of the world does, to the way the rest of the world thinks. He called us to be separate, not inclusive, to be separate, and that our conversations should be separate. We shouldn't be talking about the same things that people in the world talk about. Our conversation should be about what should we be, we be doing in preparing for the next reign. We got next. All right? Verse 16. Verse 16. Because it is written, be ye holy, 
for I am holy. Right, that we're supposed to be separate because the Lord God of the Bible is separate, all right? And he, he wanted, he, the Israelites, one of the reasons we kept getting punished is because we kept trying to always intermingle ourselves with the nations, intermingle ourselves with the mentality, intermingle ourselves with the customs, the, the, the traditions, the holidays, the thinking, the dress code of the nations when God wants us to be set apart. Again, and we, did, we covered a whole series of what it means to be holy. It's on, it's, on, it's on blog talk. All right, go check it out. From there, we're going to First John, chapter 5, verse 19. We're going to go to the book of First John, chapter 5, verse 19. All right, the book of First John, chapter 5, verse 19. Yeah. First John, chapter 5, verse 19. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. And it said, we're supposed to know that we're supposed to be of God and that the whole world lies in wickedness. And, I, brothers and sisters, I'm not getting away from, I know that we're dealing with the Antichrist. But I'm not dealing with the Antichrist as far as what you might be looking at in the movies with the exorcist or, or what have you. But Antichrist, going all the way back to, just think about the word Antichrist. And I have a definition, we're going to get to it. Antichrist, you're against Christ. That's, that's what, what it means. And in the scripture, it says that there's many antichrists. And we go back again to Nimrod and that first kingdom called Babel, Babylon. And that we messed that with Christ, or what it said in Revelations, that there's, the kingdom is going to be destroyed. That's going to be Armageddon. It's called Babylon the Great. And so from, from the beginning of civilizations, going all the way back to Nimrod and the Fertile Crescent, Mesopotamia, and Babylon, all the way to present day, the uh, Great Babylon, which we know is going to be America, that from that time, all the superheroes, all the gods, all the influences have been against Christ. Have been, and we know the word Christ means anointed or chosen way. That they've all been against God, against God's chosen way. So, and it says the whole world lies in wickedness. Now, what are some of the things that the whole world partakes in? Does not the whole world partake in Christmas? Yes. Does the whole world partake in Easter? Yes. Does the whole world partake in, in New Year's? Yes. Does the whole world partake, pretty much participate in birthdays? Yes. Zodiacs? Yes. In some form or fashion, if it's makeup, if it's entertainment, in some form or fashion, the whole world, if we just, I mean, that should be like, like, Obvious, like the do the do, like if you have this thing where everybody else is doing it, that's why I should be doing because everybody else is doing it. If we're reading these scriptures, brothers and sisters, then shouldn't I just stop you for a second? Shouldn't I give you a pause for just a minute? That I'm, if I'm doing what everybody else is doing, that maybe that's why it's wrong. I mean. God only saved eight people at the flood. Noah, his wife, their three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. Only eight humans lived through the flood. All the rest of mankind was wiped out. Then he also had to wipe out, if he didn't save those animals on the ark, it got so bad and so corrupted, animals had to perish. 
So to have this mentality of I gotta be like the rest of the world, or everybody's doing it, it's time to stop and maybe turn around and go the other way. I mean, come on, brothers, this, this what I'm going over and what we're going over right now, this is not rocket science. This not doesn't take some deep theological discussion. This doesn't take some deep theological debate. If the whole world is doing it, it's wrong. I, that that should not be hard to put together. All right? From there, we're going to, to the book of Ezra. All right? We're going to the book of Ezra. Ezra chapter 1. Yeah, chapter 10, verse 11. Ezra chapter 10 and verse 11. Now, therefore, make confession unto the Lord God of your fathers, and do, the, do his pleasure, and separate yourselves from the people of the land and from the strange wives. Come on, y'all. I mean, this, 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 this is not... These are, this is not hard to comprehend. Now, therefore, make confession unto the Lord God of, your, of our fathers, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not, not the hip-hop fathers, not, not the fathers of, of basketball, not the fathers of industry, not the fathers of America, our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, therefore, make confession unto the Lord God of your fathers. We've been doing things wrong. I mean, that little bit of humility goes a long way. And then it says, and, and what? Do his pleasure. Then if, if he, you wonder, well, what's his pleasure? He tells you, separate yourselves from the people of the land. I mean, damn. I mean, this, 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 this is not where you need to now go get high, go smoke some weed, get on some mollies. You need to go drink and or go get some um, peyote in the smokehouse and try and wait for the, for the, for, for the cosmos to line up and your chakras to line up so, so you can finally get an answer. This is easy. This is not hard. Confess what we, that we've been doing wrong, admit it, take accountability for ourselves, we've been doing wrong. Do his pleasure and separate ourselves, separate ourselves from the people of the land. Separate ourselves from their customs, their traditions, their way of thinking, their conversations. This is, and then from strange wives, Come on, brother, says, we've been covering this also. We know that Ezra was actually talking about how our forefathers at this time had actually married the other women of the nation and was serving their gods. But we're also going into this strange wives being also all these, the, the, the Virgin Mary worship and Mary being a virgin. And that, again, we, we've covered this part also. All the, the virgin birth stories uh, throughout Mythologies throughout the world, from from uh, uh, Apollo, from uh, Osiris, from like I said Shiva. It, 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 I can't remember them all, but it's too many of the names. That th- th- this mythology, these lies, these fables about the quote unquote holy mothers. Come on, come on, come on! It, 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 it's 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 too obvious. It's too obvious. But we should do God's pleasure and separate ourselves from the people of the land. This ain't hard. This really is not hard, brothers and sisters. From there, we're going to the apocrypha. All right, we're going to read it up here. <laughs> we're going to the apocrypha, we're going to read pretty much the exact same thing. And y'all remember Ezra, 
in, in the Old Testament, and Ezra in the, in the, the Apocrypha, same person. You have the Hebrew, the, the Hebrew uh, translation, where we get Ezra from, and then we have the Greek translation of the same person, the same, same person saying the same thing. So let's read this. We're going to 1 Ezra, chapter 9, verse 9. 1 Ezra 9 and 9. And do his will, and separate yourselves from the heathen of the land, and from the strange women. Come on, y'all. In case you didn't understand, and do his pleasure. Oh, he said it twice. Okay. Right. So in verse 9, so let's play semantics. Okay, so you know what it means, do his pleasure. All right, cool. Then do his will. Do what he wants. You know, like how, how we pray, uh, our fathers want heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. For everybody's want, I hope, I, man, I hope, I pray, man, I hope this is what God wants. Why, why are you hoping and praying this is what God wants? Man, I hope God gives me this. Man, I, I, I hope, man, I, I, hope, I, I hope it be your will, God, that I have this. Why, why don't we just come and read? Why don't, go, why don't we just open up this book and read? What is the will of God? Well, in this case, brothers and sisters, that we separate ourselves from the heathen. All right? That we separate ourselves from the heathen, from how they think, from what they talk about, how, how they operate their lives, how they survive in the world. We are separated from that. But it starts with our minds first, brothers and sisters. It starts with our minds. All right? Now, all this is, is, is going back to the instructions that we were given by Moses when our forefathers came out of Egypt. All right? So now we're going to Leviticus, chapter 18, and we're going to read verses 1 through 5. Leviticus 18 and 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. After the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, shall ye not do. Who will stop right there? Keep me outside. Finish that verse. verse. Yeah, verse 3. Verse 3. Uh, start from the top. Mm-hmm. After the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, shall ye not do. And after the doings of the land of Canaan, whither I bring you, shall ye not do. Neither shall ye walk in their ordinances. I don't know. This people talk about it's, the, the Bible's too hard to understand. There ain't nothing hard here at all to understand. It's not a very ambiguous statement where it says like, "Don't do it." <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, don't do it. Stop. I mean, that that that. For those that drive, when you see a eight-sided sign that has to be read. It got four letters. It's got P O T and S. Not that order. Yeah, it, it, I'm just gonna say four letters. I don't want to confuse nobody. But for some, even if you're dyslexic, <laughs> where you might mix the letters up, you know to do what? Stop the goddamn car. If you have another sign, it might be yellow. It's a triangle facing down. <laughs> <laughs> Yield. The, it, it, Instructions are not hard. This right here, from the top, the Lord told Moses, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. You know, the one we read about earlier said, you know, I'm separate, I'm holy, so be ye holy, be like me. After the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, say ye not do. So the lifestyle you used to live, don't do it. Is that really that hard to comprehend? You were slaves in Egypt. Now I freed you out of Egypt. 
Stop thinking that way. Stop thinking like how a slave thinks. Stop thinking about how a slave had to survive. I, I pulled you out of there. You saw all the miracles I did in destroying Egypt. You watched their, their army drown in the Red Sea. Stop thinking that way. I have freed you from that. Release your mind. Stop thinking that this is what it takes to survive. That the only, only way you know how to do things is how you did things in Egypt. He's telling you, stop thinking that way. Don't do it. You did, did y'all catch when he says, wherein he dwelt? Dwelt is, is, is uh, in modern English will be dwelled, which is past tense. Wherein he dwelled, meaning you're no longer there. You're no longer there. It says, shall ye not do. And after the doings of the land of Canaan, whether I'm bringing you, shall ye not do. And for the, the people of, um, that are already there in the, who are who are stewards of your land while y'all were in captivity, that was taking care and manicuring and, and, and uh, keeping up the, uh, uh, the promised land while you were in captivity, they do a lot of stuff that I don't like. Don't do it that way. Shall you not do? Neither shall you walk in their ordinances. No. Just say, uh, obey the law of the land. Doesn't this right here kind of counter that? You should not walk in their ordinances, in their order, in how they do things? Verse 4. Verse 4, ye shall do my judgments and keep my ordinances to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. Uh, ye shall do my judgments, meaning the way God judges things is how we should judge things. That's, that's, that, that, that's, that, that, as much as people say um, hypocrit- uh, hypocritically, only God can judge me, um, we're supposed to do God's judgments, meaning how God judges things, how God's opinion is, we should make our opinion his opinion, not trying to force him and mold him into our opinion, not force him and try and mold him into how we see it. We should do his judgments. How does he judge things? And you can't have a slave mentality if we're going to understand and get and do God's judgments. You can't keep the mentality that we had to use to survive in where we're at if we're going to keep God's judgments, if we're going to judge things the way he judges it. And then he says, and we're going to keep his ordinances, what he considers to be order, the way he has things in order, not our way of doing things, how he orders things to walk therein. And this is how y'all going to walk. I am the Lord, your God. This, this is not, this, ain't, this, this really is not hard to comprehend. Verse 5. Verse 5. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am the Lord. This should become your lifestyle. Keep my statutes. Every know the word statutes means laws. And my judgments, keep how, my, how God judges things. And if we, we're doing 
and keep in God's judgment, the way he judges and his laws, we're going to live that way. That's going to become our culture. And guess what? That's a godly culture. That's why Paul Kimmaker told us uh, in Romans 7, 14, I'm just going to quote it. He said uh, that the law is spiritual. If you want to be spiritual, you don't need to go burn some nag chompa. You don't need to be smoking some weed, some ganja, um, some loud. I don't even know what the hell y'all doing. Some some uh, some some magic mushrooms, some uh, 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 peyote. No, you want to be spiritual? Keep God's laws. Do his and judge things his way, and let his way become your culture. Let it become how you live. He's the Lord. Now I'm going to go to a commentary. I'm going to go to a commentary. Um, and this is from the Treasury of Scripture Knowledge Commentary for Leviticus chapter 18, verse 3. I'm, I'm asking my son uh, to read that. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 3. Sorry about that. Leviticus chapter 18 and verse 3. Uh, after the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein ye dwelt, shall ye, do, shall ye not do. And after the doings of the land of Canaan, whither I bring you, shall ye not do. Neither shall ye walk in their ordinances. Okay? So... Going into this, diving into this just a little bit, we're going to go to, we're going to get several scriptures, all right? We're going to go to uh, Psalms. We're going to go to the book of Psalms, chapter 106 and verse 35. The book of Psalms, chapter 106 and verse 35. Psalms 106 and verse 35. Uh but were mingled among the heathen. So I tell you now, this is what we did. Our forefathers, instead of obeying God's law and doing his judgment, we got mingled among the heathen. The ones, remember what it was said to us? Do God's pleasure. Do God's will. Separate yourselves from the heathen. Separate yourselves from the, from the people of the land. We, we went 180 degrees opposite of that. He said, don't mingle, and guess what we did? Oh, we're going to mingle. Hey, don't don't learn what they got going on. Don't do what how they do things. Oh, you said so. Go do things where you say they do things. We were mingled among the heathen. Go ahead. Yeah, we're in Psalm chapter one six verse thirty five. We're 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 good. We're good. We're, no, no, we're, we are good. We are good. I want to be doing this. You think I'm gonna get mad? Cause please, <laughs> people better catch up. <laughs> Love that. I we're from Leviticus chapter eighteen and verse three. And the commentary. Right. Psalm chapter one oh six verse thirty five. Psalm chapter one oh six verse thirty five. But were mingled among the heathen and learned their works. So instead of obeying God and keeping his law, his statutes and his judgments, we mingled ourselves among the heathen and then we did what? I learned their works. And then we learned their works. From which is anti Christ, which is against God. So from the thinking that Mary was impregnated by God the Spirit. And then now she had a baby called God the Son. No. That's the works of the heathen. That's the way. And we can find that mythology 
in every society on the planet Earth going all the way back to antiquity, going all the way back to, again, Babylon the Great. I'm not Babylon going back to Nimrod from the Assyrians. We, again, Greece, the Romans, the, uh, uh, in Tibet, in China, in India. They have the exact same story, but it's just different names. It's just different names. So we've learned their works. We meet them among them, and we learn their works. We did not keep God's judgments. We, have not, we didn't separate ourselves. But we, we intermingle and intertwine ourselves very heavily in these things. That's why it's time for us to separate mentally first. We know that Christ is going to bring the physical liberation, but we can free our minds. All right? From there, we're going to Ezekiel. All right? We're going to the book of Ezekiel. We're going to read chapters, chapter 20, verses 7 and 8. Ezekiel chapter 20, verses 7 and 8. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 7. Then said I unto them, Cast ye away every man the abominations of his eyes, and defile not yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Verse 8. But they rebelled against me, and would not hearken unto me. They did not every man cast away the abominations of their eyes. Neither did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. Come on, y'all. This is the Lord giving Ezekiel some history about us. All right? As my son just read. For the Lord said, cast away every man the abomination of his eyes. I mean, everything that God, that God thinks is abomination, that God thinks is disgusting, throw it away. Especially since we learned it from the heathen. Especially this thing, as, as, as what the focus is right now, that Mary was impregnated by a spirit, God the spirit, and she had God the son. That whole mentality is against Christ. It goes against why Christ was born, that his mission was to come and save his people, the Israelites. That totally abolishes that. Now, everybody can be saved. Now, well, we don't know what color uh, Christ was. Well, now, now Christ is just a spirit. Come on, y'all. Stop. Stop. So, it says, this is I unto them. Cast you away, every man, the abominations of his eyes. What were those abominations? The way the heathen did things. The way that they did things, the lifestyle, the survival tactics we had to do in Egypt. What were those things? The, the way that the Canaanites, the way they served their gods. The way the natives, when we got with the Greeks, the way they served their god. We got the Romans, how they served their god. We got with the Assyrians, how they served their god. We got with the Persians, how they served their god. We got with the Medes, how they served their god. Now we're over here in America, and, and all the different gods here in America, we're serving all of them, and we're not keeping God's judgments. And that's God that's going against Christ. And many of us don't even realize it. We're going against Christ. We're going against him. So he says, cast ye every man, uh, cast ye away every man the abominations of his eyes, and defile not yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And I know we always want to think uh, of idols, but come on, y'all. Why do they call the, the, the talent show American Idol? Why do we call our, our, our uh, uh, superstars and entertainers our idols? And that could be in any 
any industry. That was just not the, not just entertainment. It, again, you could be into into physics and rocket science, and there's somebody who 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 laid down a formula, or who who's an expert or has a great name in that field, and he'll be an idol in that field. He has a name for himself in that field, and you want to be like him. You want you or her that that's an idol. Religion has got us screwed up. That that we're supposed to uh, uh, find somebody that, that that we that we love, and strive to be like that person. Or if, if it's like if it's like Jay Z said, here's the blueprint. If it's like Lil Wayne said, here's the blueprint. Follow this blueprint, and you can have what I have. You can get where I'm at. You can be on my level. Come on, y'all. We have to see this. Idols aren't just these little trinkets that we've been taught to believe. That's what an idol is, but that's not me. You know why? Because Jay-Z said that's not an idol. So since, you know, I look at Jay-Z and he says it's not an idol, because he said that must be true. I'm using it as as an extreme example. But we'll idolize ancestors. We'll analyze uh, events. We'll, We'll idolize every damn thing that we'll look up to. And that's the stuff we've learned in Egypt. And we know America is, is modern-day spiritual Egypt. So we'll idolize these things. God is saying what? Cast it away. Why are you looking at that? If you're looking at that, that means you're not looking at me. If we're looking at those things and we're idolizing those things and we're trying to pattern ourselves after those things, there's no way you're walking after God. There's no way we're following his path especially when his path is different from everybody else. Oh, some of that makes sense. And that's what, uh, please read verse 8 again. Please read verse 8 one more time. Ezekiel uh, chapter 20 and verse 8. But they rebelled against me and would not hear, hearken unto me. They did, not, they did not every man cast away the abominations of their eyes. Neither did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. I'm, 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 he, I, now, this actually happened uh, during the time of Ezekiel, all right? Now, for our people that, that had been kicked out of the land of, of the promised land and had gone in captivity into, uh, into Egypt, that, basically, that actually did happen. We, we know this, metaphorically speaking also, of us being here in America us being here today in this modern society, in this modern world, that we still fashion ourselves after what we see, that I see this is going to work. God's word, can't hear that, can't see that. But I can see if I do it this way, this is going to work. I can see because my idols, whoever it is I look up to, whoever it is that, that, that I think has got to the, has the success that I'm striving for, I can watch that. I can see that. But to go by the Bible, I can't see that. But this, is, this ain't hard. Why, why do you think? Did, let me show you how, how this society knows how important it is to read. Why, for the first 500 years, damn near, of the occupation of the Americas, they would not let the natives, the, the so-called, you know, so-called Native Americans, they, how come they wouldn't allow us to read and write? Why is it all that we got that we learned from religion was through pictures? You ever thought about that? Why 
was it so important to make sure why why did you have laws established that if anybody was caught teaching a slave how to read, there'd be some type of punishment. There'd be some type of of, of, of punishment for teaching slaves how to read. Think about it, brothers and sisters, so that you, you can't get an attachment to the words of God, so that we're only trained to go by what we see. How many generations is in 500 years? How many generations is in 400 years for those who came on slave ships? That this has been going on for your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, your great-great-great-grandparents, great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great going all the way back, that it was, it was into us not to read, but to go by pictures, to go by what you see and not have faith in what the actual word of God is. So we never got the word of God. So we, we were conditioned to just go by what we see. So Esau sort of, Esau sort of dug down with indoctrination um, of how do you destroy a people? You make it forget the history, as you've heard before, right? And how do you make it forget the history? It's in the books. So make sure they can't read. I just want to ask yeah. Thank you, Abaji. Thank you for that. Yes. So now that we're at a point where we can now come back and read, now we have to come back and read not through our captors, not through the society's eyes. Now we got to see this through the eyes of what it means to be Hebrew Israelites. Now what it means not through the eyes of being a Baptist, being a Methodist, being an Episcopalian, being a Seventh-day Adventist, being a Mormon. Now we got to look at this uh, at, at our records as Hebrew Israelites because that's who we really are. Not looking through at, at these words of the Bible, like you, these are religious words for a religion. No, this supposed to be a culture, a godly culture, a spiritual culture that we're supposed to live in. But if we still keep going by what I can see, we're still missing the boat. We can see the boat, I guess, but we're still missing it. We still, we're still not in the but We're not there yet. It was still about what I can see and not, okay, this is what the word says. So let me have faith in what the word says. Let me trust what the word says. Let me do his judgment. Think about it, brothers and sisters, think about this. When we came out of Egypt, did we see God? No. When our forefathers got to Mount Sinai, we heard the voice of God, and the words we heard from God, we, I mean, we actually heard God, not Moses. We actually heard God's voice, and we've been over this. Remember, from the base of the mountain to the rear of the camp was 17 miles. Let me tell you, a world record was broken that day. <laughs> yes, broken in hell. <laughs> we sprinted. Like, like, like Kevin Hart, you thinking the gorilla got out the, got out the cage <laughs> and left kids to get away? We sprinted 17 miles from the base of the mountain to the back of the camp just hearing God's voice. We never saw him. We never saw him. The only one who did see him was Moses, and Moses was only allowed to see his backside. It was never about what we see. It was about, are you listening? You need to see me to listen. You need to see me to hear. How many times, brothers and sisters, going through the book, 
going through the Bible, going through our records, do you, do you read? Do you, do you get hearken? Listen. Hear me. That's all through the book. That's all through the book. This is what, but again, and, and getting into our, our thoughts and our, our, our minds, we're not supposed to be doing the way that the nations have been doing things. We're supposed to be separating ourselves from that whole mentality. All right? Let me check this here. Yes, we need to say Leviticus chapter 20, verse 23. Leviticus now, chapter 20, and verse 23. Because, brother and sisters, to do these things, we're going against Christ. We, yeah, we make ourselves anti-Christ. No, no. Uh, Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 23. And you shall not walk in the manners of the nation, which I cast out before you. For they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. Come on, y'all. Don't walk in the manners of the nation, which I cast out before you. But they committed all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. And we begin to, and we've been over this, brothers and sisters, that with Canaan, it was all about the drinking, it was all about the partying, it was all about the incest, it was all about what do whatever makes you feel good. That was the mentality of Canaan. If it makes you feel good, then do it. I mean, literally. If, if having sex with animals makes you feel good, then do it. If you want to, if you want to cut your genitals off. You're a man, and you want to become one? Then do it. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, so, so it's not confused. Uh, abhor, verb, to regard with disgust and hatred. And therefore, God is disgusted and hates these things. And this is what the nations were doing. The temple prostitution. But... I, Remember, with prostitute, chamber prostitution, that was with males and females. And that's why with a lot of these, 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 these rituals and customs, that's why makeup was, in, in, was brought in. Because if, if, in a lot of this sexual fertility um, uh, customs and, and rituals, if you're having sex with a man, that now you can kind of like excuse it because he's dressing like a woman, transvestite, transgender. And... What do you see? Most transvestites, transgenders, gay people, they've got the makeup on. This nigga has got makeup on, and the makeup makes him look that much more like a woman. From the, from the uh, I, I don't know, the damn blush, the foundation, and especially the mascara and the eyelids. And then the jewelry. And then having the hair put, put, uh, put up like a woman's hair. That that was prostitution. The weaves. Come on, we've been over this. The wigs and weaves that were in Rome. That's that were in Corinth. That's how you knew somebody was was promiscuous, or they was a hoe, because they wore wigs and weaves, and that's how you know they were promiscuous. We've been over, brothers and sisters, this this series about the Baal Peor worship, the Astaroth worship, basically where the strip pole, stripper poles come from. We've been over with, during the time of the Greeks, the Olympics, the exercising naked, the, the worshiping of your body, sculpting your body. We've been over these things. The Just getting drunk and blaming on the alcohol. 
we've covered this extensively, even out to the religion of, and what we're trying to get to, we're going to continue with, this whole idea that God, that a spirit got a human pregnant and the spirit of this, and this spirit came back through the sun, you can't get more pagan. You can't. From there, let's get Exodus chapter 23 and verse 24. Exodus chapter 23 and verse 24. Uh, thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite and, yeah, and quite break down their images. Sorry. This 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 is not brothers and sisters, this is Exodus chapter twenty three. And Exodus chapter twenty is when we heard the the voice of God. Three chapters later. Three chapters later, this is what he's saying. <laughs> Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works. But thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. Don't look up to their images, to what how they see things. We're supposed to separate ourselves from these things, not bring this magnitude into our houses, not bring these worship and these practices to where now I'm, I'm, uh, this, these are my idols. Come on, y'all. We got, we, I, come down. I'm not at a loss of words. I'm not at a loss of scriptures, but I'm not at a loss of words. Throw down these images. Stop looking at them. Stop trying to compare yourself to them. Stop trying to meet that measure. From there, Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 4. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 4. You shall not do so unto the Lord your God. I, I, I mean, that's not short to the point. Don't do the, the way other nations and the world. Brothers, I mean, how? I, I guess we can understand why upon us, our people learning how to read, I guess we can see that why the push was not to read, not to read the Old Testament and only deal, deal with the New Testament. I guess for things like this, when you're dealing with the God of the Bible, you're not doing anything the way the rest of the world does things. So this this whole even mentality of well I you know I just I, I get something from the from from Rastas I get something from uh, uh, Muslims I get a little something from Buddhists you know and I just keep, take the I just pick the best part of each one of them and kind of do it all together because you know there's something we really get and learn from every everything and everyone you you gotta keep your mind open I, uh, no. I wasn't about to get real stupid and facetious, but no. And dealing with the God of the Bible, you're not going to do anything the way the, way the rest of the world does things. It's not going to happen. Not when you're dealing with the God of the Bible. All right? Now let's step to Deuteronomy chapter 12 and verse 30. 
Deuteronomy chapter 12 and verse 30. Uh, take heed to thyself that thou be not snared by following them. Take heed to thyself that you don't get snared, you don't get trapped by following these other abominations, the other, the, the other, the ways of other nations, the, their ordinances. Reading on. After that, they be destroyed from before thee, and that thou inquire not after their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? Even so, will I do likewise. God's saying, if we get curious, you know how they say curiosity kills the cat. Don't get curious about you know. I'm going to be more open-minded and kind of you know that you know at the end of the day, we're all just humans. At the end of the day, all anybody wants to do is just go home. You know, you know they put their pants leg one leg at a time, just like I do. You know, if we realize that you know the only race that really matters is the human race. You know that 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 that's that, that, that's the kind of world I want to live in. All right, that may, might be the world you want to live in, but is, is that the world God created from the beginning that He wanted? Is that according to His will? While you're smoking ganja, while you're smoking hookah, while you're in your yoga pose, the the uh, the uh, sleeping dog or, or roast pig. I, I don't know all the poses for, for yoga, or whatever. Uh, really? Belligerent flaming eagle. I don't know. Right, right, for real. <laughs> Let's read for, uh, verse thirty-one. Do not the problem verse thirty-one. Thou shalt not do so unto the Lord thy God. For every abomination to the Lord which he hated have they done unto their gods. For even their sons and their daughters they have burnt in the fire of their gods. Come, come on, I mean, no, no, we're good. Does that, I mean, damn. Every abomination that which the Lord thy God hateth, they have done unto their gods. Do, do we stop for a minute? I mean, damn. Every abomination that the Lord God hates is what the nations do. That 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 that, that really it, it it's hard for me to to, to even to, to to accept. We can't comprehend these words. And we we don't do as much as they got all these TV shows from from CSI Law and Order, um, uh, FBI, where everybody does you know, they do some type of forensics, they do some type of investigation. Come on, we can't do any type of. I mean, this is just reading. This is just reading. Everything that the nations do. They do everything that God hates. Everything. Wouldn't that like spark an interest in in in, in you? So you will, what is it that they do that God hates? So, so I can make sure I'm not doing that because God punished the Israelites for that same damn thing. Now, if, if God hated the nations for this, and then told the Israelites not to do it, 
And the Israelites did it anyway, and this got God that pissed off and got angry. Should I just pause for a moment, just pause for the cause for a second, and consider and maybe think about what is it that everybody else is doing that I'm doing? And if that's the mentality of everybody, maybe I need to stop and really check myself. Because these, the, the whole world lies in wickedness. First John chapter five verse nineteen. We read it earlier. Jeremiah chapter ten verses two and three. Jeremiah chapter ten verses two. Uh, Thus saith the Lord: Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. Learn not the ways of the heathen. And be not dismayed at them, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. I don't know how many times we covered this, brothers and sisters, in this in this same series. Birthday cakes, cakes to the queen of heaven. That that cake represents the moon. That's why you like candles, because the candles are supposed to represent the illumination of the moon. And then why do you, why do you blow the candles out and make a wish? Because that's how the moon goes from dark, or from light to dark. And it worshiping the queen of heaven, which is the moon, which is where we get Venus, Aphrodite, where we get Artemis, where we get Diana, going back to Ceramicus. That's where all that comes from. The making of cakes. If it's an anniversary cake, if it's a, 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 a retirement cake, what are, why? Is it blow the candle out? Make a wish and blow the candle out, even if it's a cupcake. Do we ever stop for a minute? Take a pause for the car. I'm gonna make that my new my new model for the next next day or two. And is that now we got the whole as we're in the, the, these the Saturnalia and the Bacchanalia right now, what people call Christmas. Because everybody else is doing it, that's why we got to do it. And look how it's got our kids influenced. Not realizing we're making our kids antichrist. From the, um, we all gonna get this one. Romans chapter twelve, verse two. Romans chapter twelve and verse two. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Um, Brothers and sisters, um, where, when it says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you're going to keep, if, if, if we're going to keep the mentality, but this is this how I do things and that's just it, how is that renewing your mind? This is me, and if you don't if you don't accept me for who I am, and how many times can we, can we see that on a, on a, on a uh, Instagram reel, on, on a TikTok reel about you know a person who overcame adversity, especially with somebody who who has like a deformity or some type of disability, and they're a champion because they don't let nothing stop them. They got that thought in their mind, and they let nothing hold them back. 
They had believed in the power of the But for real, where are we renewing our minds? That is, this is just me, this is how I think, and forget you and the horse you rode in on. This is, this is just me. How is that renewing your mind? That you might learn what is good and acceptable and perfect will of the Most High. It was just going to be about your old mindset. That one plus that two does not equal four. That doesn't compute. That's going to always be the wrong answer. That's the wrong equation. You can't, we, we can't keep our mindset, and this is how I do things, and I'm not going to renew my mind. I'm not going to do that. This is just me. That's it. Then how the hell can we prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God? We can't. We, we, you, you can't. You're going by what is acceptable and good and perfect will of you. You made yourself a god. You made your outlook, your way of thinking, an idol. Where the Lord our God, remember that that, that seventeen mile sprint. First thing we heard in his mouth was, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me." <laughs> we heard that. We were I don't care how fast we was running. We heard that. <laughs> Matter of fact, we didn't start running until he said that. <laughs> let, 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 let's get the scenario proper. You gotta stop it. <laughs> right. We we heard that part. If we didn't catch that, if we was breathing hard, if the wind was rushing by our ears, <laughs> and we tripped and stumbled and was rolling, <laughs> guess what we heard? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. But if we're not going to change our minds, and the way we think, and we're going to give it, and it's just about how I see things. There's no way you can know and going to get the what's good and acceptable and the perfect will of the Most High, the perfect will of God. It's it, 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 it's it's not going to work. And we can look back through history and see for how many other societies, how many of our 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 ancestors, how many of our parents have had the same thought, and it still don't work. It still don't work. We're still not doing God's will, the will of God. If we don't change our minds, if we don't change how we look at things, if we don't get back into listening to the word of God and stop going by what I see. All right? Put it in, brothers and sisters. Let's continue on. We're going to go to, oh, see, oh, see. We need to, we need to, we need to. Cool. With that being said, let's go to Galatians chapter 1, right? Let's go to Galatians chapter 1. 
And we're going to start at verse 6. And we're actually going to read uh, Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 through 9. Right? Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. So, brothers and sisters, I hope so far what we've been able to establish is just from this fast right here, in case this is your first time coming to our, this, our session, is we cannot keep doing things the way the world does things in every aspect of our lives. And that, yeah. but, sister, it, but if I'm going to try and bring this example out. I hope I can bring it out clearly enough. How many of us, like, when we get to a stoplight, your, your mind just goes on muscle memory? And by that, I mean like this. You're not even really looking at a lot of people. I'm just, I'm, I guess it's a question. Do you get to a stoplight and you're not really paying attention to the, to the lights? You might be into music. You might be checking, checking, uh, checking your phone. And you kind of wait till the cars around you start moving, then you start moving. How many times you might be in, in the lane and the, and the turning lane, those cars start to move, and like you hit the gas, like because you ain't really paying attention. The car next you move, so you think it's time to move. You hit the gas, and you realize no, the turning lane is moving, and you almost hit the car in front of you. And to quickly hit uh, hit the brakes because you're not really paying attention. You're just going by the motion of everything around you. You just you're just dealing with the environment around you. You're not really paying attention. Brothers, that that that's the type of mental training. Follow the crowd. How many of us ever check the speed limit when, you, when you're driving, as opposed to well, everybody else is going about this fast. So I'm gonna go about this fast. And it, when you get pulled over by a cop, the cop says, "You know why I stopped you?" And you are oblivious. No, I don't. Well, you were speeding. What do you mean I was speeding? You, you, uh, the speed limit is 45, but you was doing 55. But I was only just keeping up with the cars around me. Okay, well, I told you. Why didn't you see the stop the the speed limit sign? I'm just following the crowd. I'm just going with the motion. I'm just going with the flow. Brothers and sisters, that is dangerous when it comes to dealing with the Most High. From religion to whatever philosophy we might be dealing with, that is dangerous. That is truly dangerous. All right? So now, let's go to Galatians chapter 1, and we're going to start at verse 6. Galatians chapter 1 and verse 6. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Come on, y'all. This is Paul addressing the brothers and sisters that were in Galatia. And he said, and remember, Galatia was, was five cities. It wasn't just one city. It was, it was five cities. That is in modern-day Turkey. We, we covered that. The churches that Paul, and what, why he was saying what he was saying, and each one, one of these letters, and the, what Christ was covering, we're talking about each one of the churches in Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3, we covered this. So here Paul's having to address, damn, how are you called? Christ called you in. You came in and you, found, you started hearing the truth. You start walking the right way. And now, well, um, and now, you're following another gospel. That you heard, you heard the right way of doing things, but now you're following other, some other thing that's good news. Remember the word gospel. Remember, brother, sister, the word gospel means good news. How is it that we, we we started with the truth, started doing things the right way, but now we heard some other good news? 
Now we're, now we're going by something else that seems good. Brothers and sisters, come on now. Because now it matches with what we see. And now is that what makes it good news because I can see this now? Come on, y'all. We, we, we've got to be careful. Do you think they wrote all this for no reason? That now we're called on to something else that's going to give me good news? And now what Christ is talking about? Not what God is really talking about, but now something else is good news? Verse 7, which is not another, but there be some that, that trouble you and will per- pervert the gospel of Christ. Come on. I, it, there is no other good news. But he's telling you that you know, there are some that's wanting to seem like they're about the gospel of Christ, but they trouble you. And they want to perverting the gospel of Christ, the good news of what Christ is talking about. So now there must be something else. This, this, your priorities, or you, get, you have the wrong priorities. You have to get your priorities in order. Then, in speaking about getting things in order, didn't God say we should walk by his ordinances? Walk by his judgments, which would translate to what? His priorities? But there's some that trouble you. And now they're bringing in other things that pervert the good news of what Christ is talking about, to do it the way Christ said do it. Now it's, uh, I, I don't know if that's going to work. That's in, here in modern day times right now. But going back to what Paul was talking about, that it, now in that time, the first century uh, uh, world, one world at that time, Paul and the apostles never taught that Mary got impregnated by God the Spirit and had God the Son. That was never taught. That concept was never around. At no time did Christ ever announce his birthday. At no time did Christ say, the way you remember me is by a damn rabbit that lays eggs. That, that when I died and resurrected, there was a rabbit. Rather than hey, that's how you remember. He, he never said that. He never said uh, that his birth was in the dead of winter, and that that it was only three wise men, only three, that came to him while he was sleeping in the barn. You know how insane that that really when you when you think about what that. So this mother, mind you, this black mother, with her. Black husband had a baby in a barn in the dead of winter, and this baby is the son of God, the king of kings. He's the ancestry of David, and all they could do is go to a barn. Brothers and sisters, and we're going to get into this, not today. When they went back, why did they go, why? Did Joseph and Mary go back to Bethlehem? Because they said they were both of the seed of David. Isn't David royalty? King David, something like that. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Something like 
And then, you know, he had, you know, King, King Solomon, you know, King, King Rehoboam, you know, Kings, you know, royalty. Who built that? So they come back to where their ancestors are. They come back home, and now nobody puts up this pregnant woman. No family members on her side or his side. Because they had to come back home for, for the census. Nobody puts them up to where now they're in a barn with horses and cows and, 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 and goats and manure. I almost said the other word, but it's not 12 o'clock yet. And, that, and the most unsanitary place that could be thought about, that's where this woman brought forth the Son of God. And how did these wise men, these wise men knew who Christ was. He's the king of kings. He's the king of the Jews. So only three wise men knew. <laughs> only, three, three, only three wise men knew that. That's it. Yeah, right? <laughs> only three wise men, and they just, they followed a star. When you wish upon a star, come on, stop. And 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 they just happen to be the ones that that, that stumble <laughs> upon this this black man and his wife and this baby in their hometown in a barn. Yeah, they had GPS. You know? They had GPS. <laughs> <laughs> they had the Apple iPhones. My bad. My my, uh, my bad. The, 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 the Apple Watches. The birth of Christ, right now, Right, right, right. <laughs> and 200 feet, turn left. Oh, guys, okay. Come on, y'all. But we have some that were perverted. This is what Paul was dealing with, actual dealing with in Galatia. Some were perverting the gospel of Christ even then. And it's only gotten worse since then up until present day. That now that we, that we have to find other things that to follow the Bible and to follow Christ and to follow what God is saying, you have people that would trouble you saying that you got your priorities in the wrong place. They're perverting it. They're twisting it. Verse eight. Verse eight. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be accused. A curse. A curse. Sorry. A curse. Basically, at that name. And you know what Paul's saying? If we, I don't know who first touched on the first place. If we, or an angel comes down from heaven with his wings spread, uh, uh, has a trumpet, a big-ass halo, um, dressed in white, comes down from heaven, and preaches any other gospel unto you that the Holy, that a spirit got Mary pregnant and that God the Father and God the Son are now here. If anybody comes to preaches any other gospel, then what we've preached unto you through the scriptures, let that person be accursed. Basically saying, let them go to hell. 
if I'm putting it in layman's terms, even if we come back and start teaching this madness, these abominations that have been around since the days of Nimrod, don't let that come in. Don't let those customs, those practices, that meant do not carry those images down. Verse 9. Verse 9. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man uh, oh, sorry. Uh, preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. He had to say it twice. He had to make sure that was said twice. Don't let somebody come and teach you another gospel, another good news, another another thing that, of who Christ is. And again, anybody please show me where any of the apostles taught about Christmas. Talk about December 25th. If if Mary being impregnated by a spirit, by God, was such a miracle, how come they didn't teach that? If it was known from Isaiah that a virgin was going to give birth, and we're going to call him governor, prince of peace, if that was prophesied and, and now Christ is supposed to fulfill that prophecy, Why wouldn't that taught? Why don't we see where any Peter didn't teach that? Who was giving the keys to the kingdom of heaven? Andrew, Mark, uh, uh, not Timothy, uh, Thaddeus, both Jameses, Julius, uh, Alphas. None of them taught that. That's something that came in after. And what is Paul now saying? If somebody comes to preach you anything else, let that person be accursed. Let them go to hell. But now look at how the whole world is consumed by this. But mind you, brothers and sisters, this whole teaching about a woman getting impregnated by a spirit and giving birth to that that spirit coming back as this as her son, that mythology, that religion has been around for a thousand years before Christ even came on the earth. From there, let's go to Matthew, chapter 24, verse 24. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 24, and verse 24. The book of Matthew, chapter 24, and we're going to be verse 24 now. Matthew, chapter 24, and verse 24. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall shew great signs and wonders, in so much that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Come on. That's correct speaking, That's correct speaking, by the way. The words of Christ are in red. So this is Christ speaking. There shall arise false Christs and false prophets. And shall show great signs and wonders, 
And somebody said, if it were possible, if it was possible, they would deceive the very elect. How can, how can we not take note of these type of scriptures, these type of things, and these things? How can this not register with, how can we just blow right past these things? False Christ? False prophets that go show such great signs that if it was possible, they would deceive the very elect. Follow not the world. Don't do the things of the world. Separate yourselves from the heathen. Do God's pleasure. Do God's will. Don't do after the works of what, of what, the, what you left in Egypt, and don't do after the works of what, what, uh, of the Canaanites who are bringing you into. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Brothers, I, I mean, I, the, 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 these, these, these explosions, these gems, how are they not taking time bombs and, 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 and trying to wake us up? Like, damn. How, how does this not register? First John, chapter 2, verse 18 now. First John, chapter 2, verse 18. The book of First John, chapter 2, and verse 18. First John, chapter 2. First John, chapter 2, and verse 18. Little children... It is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. I, I, I don't know how, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, 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 one, one thing I can't stand is not me, but I don't know what else other phrase works for you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what other phrase works right, right now. <laughs> know what I mean? You feel me? You feel me? You heard? Do you acknowledge my statement? Come on. I mean, I'm asking about you to read it one more time. First uh, John chapter 2 and verse 18. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. Come on, y'all. When John wrote this, and I hope y'all checked out the series uh, that the Brother Tuzapod did on his uh, Never Wax Fell series about the martyrs of Christ being martyred for the gospel, how of all the apostles, this John was the same John that he told his mother to look after and for uh, him to look after his mother. This same John is the only one that was not martyred. They tried to kill him, but he's the only one that, that was not martyred. He lived to be over 100. Well, all the rest of the apostles were killed, executed for, for the word of Christ. The same John is the same John who gave us the book of Revelations. The same John is the one who gave us the book of St. John. And he's telling us now, if we think about that, he lived to be uh, uh, just over 100. So his ministry, we know that Christ's ministry, if Christ died around 33 A.D., then if we just go from 33 A.D., then when Christ died and, re and resurrected. Brothers and sisters, John is telling us that even now, at the time he was writing this letter, it was already the last time. 
not some 2,000 years later where we're sitting now in 2023 about to be in 2024. At that time, he was saying it was the last, that we're already in the last days. We're already in the last time. And what was even going on even back then? There were many antichrists. How many other nations, how many other societies, how many other religions had the exact same story about some miraculous virgin birth, a God giving, impregnating a human, and she giving birth to a savior. She giving birth to um, uh, a divine, a power, powerful child. But this is, that has been around. That mentality, that, that religion, those thoughts, go all the way back to Nimrod, the Tower of Babel. That was approximately 3,000 to 3,500 3,500 years before Christ. And you heard me right. 3,500 years before Christ, approximately, that that's been around. Let alone for it to get to Christ, Christ be born, Christ to do his ministry, give the ministry now to the apostles, and now there's many antichrists? You're damn right. How many more are there now? How many more are there now? Come here, I'm having my, my summary this. This is from the Eastern Bible Dictionary. We're going to read the definition of Antichrist from the Eastern Bible Dictionary. All right, from the Eastern Bible Dictionary. Hmm? Uh, Antichrist, against Christ. What is the Antichrist? Against Christ. I, I, what do you know? Just case you thought I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> or an opposition Christ. So, Antichrist is against Christ. What is that? Or in opposition of Christ. A rival Christ? Is that even a thing? Or a rival, something that's rivaling who the true Christ is. I guess rivaling your belief, right? Like, like, like rival, like, yeah, like, like uh, uh, trying to fight for belief, trying to fight for, for, for followers. Right. Trying to fight for, 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 for. Which is still anti. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's the exact opposite direction. It, it, it rallies in its ability to like, to get if rivals and its ability to rally people to itself. And and now if we're putting some of this these these dots together, brothers and sisters, what is something that is celebrated and worshiped around the world where the Bible says the world lies in wickedness, the world lies in darkness, that would now rival the true Christ. Can it be Christmas? How about Easter? Could it be these things? You're damn right it could be these things. That's what it is. Around the whole world, there's something that people in the world are doing that is rivaling Christ, the true Christ. If we ain't going to stop for a minute, I mean, I, 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 I know we're beating a dead horse, but damn. We, 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 I don't know how we get around this. I don't know how we don't acknowledge this. How, how, how do we just stay asleep to these things? Right now, that, that 
It, it, it bewilders me. I, I, it, 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 is the Antichrist that good? It, I guess we did read that if it were possible, he would deceive the very elect. That people would be so caught up into his influence into following another gospel, that somebody would trouble them and pervert the gospel of Christ, that somebody would change what the priorities should be. Somebody would come and trouble the mind and pervert people's minds, and they're now thinking that other things are more important than what God says. Come on, we, we have to. I guess, I guess we don't have to because, you know what, everybody got choices. I hope, brothers and sisters, that when y'all make y'all are making y'all choices, you're doing it informed. I hope you're not just like 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 uh, throwing, throwing a dart at a dartboard and like wherever it lands. I pray that that's not that that's not how. When we have the Bible now to open to us, it was sealed, but now it's open to us. I hope that that's not how we're 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 doing things now. On this old 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 it's an old uh, saying, uh, "C'est la vie," I means this is life. Which would be similar to to the saying today of, um, "It is what it is." What? No, no, no. All right, so we just hit our 90-second mark. I think this is a, a, good, a good place to stop. All right, let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Yeah, this, this is gonna, we're going to stop it right here. Uh, I would like to thank everybody who did get a chance to tune in and check us out. Uh, today being Monday, Monday, uh, December 11th, all right, uh, it being Monday, that means that on YouTube tonight, starting at 7 p.m., uh, you still catch uh, SOW stream, uh, SOW Houston, Texas, uh, the Stream of Wisdom. They have a YouTube class to oh, they might not. It's Hanukkah. Oh, I just it is Hanukkah. They might not be having any classes because they're they're doing the feasting. Hmm. Because I know that uh, in San Antonio there's not going to be any class because of. Uh, of, of observance of the feast. Okay. So, that being said, tune in tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow is Talks About Tuesdays. Uh, and we had Silver Ham to see, see uh, you know, his plantation work schedule, if it's going to be in the morning or in the evening. Uh, we'll let it be known. And with that, I do want uh, to thank my son for coming in and reading for me. That, that was a, a, that was a, uh, of lifting of my spirit to have a reader. Uh, and with that, uh, for uh, Bible Talk, I would like to say Shalom. Shalom.
You have. 